0: Jordan and Jake powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake.
1: Just have no cre- no speaker noise or anything and just have one fan be i be like, "Hey, Delone,
0: my first four years in the NFL really and truly came down to the last cut day, and you don't know if you're gonna make the team or not. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake Delome.
1: Hey Panther World, welcome to the Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Jake DeLome, got the uh, sponsorship done. Let's talk football. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing well. I um, it, I can smell it. I can taste it. I can feel it. It's, it's, get, it's getting close. And it, that makes me very, very happy.
1: Well, a week ago, it makes me happy too. A week ago you were smelling and tasting and something else was getting very close we didn't record an episode because you were staring down the hurricane coming your way so i haven't talked to you since we rescheduled
0: how did that go what
1: was it like and uh, glad obviously that you and the family made it through safe
0: yeah listen we uh we were very lucky um our area uh really and truly uh we're probably about 80 to 90 miles away uh from where the hurricane hit so Uh, We did have some, you know, wind and rain and some branches down and things of that nature, but um, we got so lucky. And it's frustrating because I just don't know if the rest of the world understands how horrible the situation is in that Lake Charles area, which is right uh, near 15 miles from the Texas-Louisiana line. Uh, Just absolute, complete devastation from the high schools well, that, to all the homes. It's just, it's it's unbelievable. And it's like, you don't see nearly the coverage that you would at maybe more of a, a bigger city. And I guess that's human nature, but just complete devastation. So if anybody out there looking to donate or, um, you know, $5, whatever it may be, it's just complete devastation in that area.
1: Well, you're exactly right, Jake. That's what I was gonna say is that, you know, being out here in the Intermountain West, I, I, I read when it was coming and right after it hit but there's so many things going on right now that uh it's taken second fiddle to the rest of the topics and that's unfortunate so yeah again like jake said if anybody wants to donate i know the red cross is always involved just you know online you could find places for that but glad you're safe jake um football is in the air you're right i i actually sent an email out today to our couples fantasy league my wife and i have fourth year in a row now done a couples fantasy league and I've been holding off sending out the announcement email because I didn't believe it was going to happen and today was the day I sent out we're having our draft Jake that means football's that means football's coming can you believe it I mean honestly after six months ago I didn't think we'd be here
0: well I was always hopeful but you have that those doubts that creep in your mind but I uh, I'm so excited we had our fantasy draft a week ago today so I was able to take part in that, and uh, that really got my juices flowing. Um, You know, to get, get ready. Who'd you pick? What's a Jake? What's a Jake well, DeLome
1: fantasy stretch? Because I know you think like a GM. You're not like me, and you're thinking, "Ooh, Greg Olson's my friend.
0: I'm gonna get him." No,
1: you know, you're thinking, to, "Well, I need productivity."
0: I, I, yeah, exactly. So it's pretty. I, we have a 14 team league, and man, that's, that's the only really one weird. I've ever played in, and that's very hard because. It's slim pickings, you know, after the first few rounds. Because And so – and we are – it just seems like every year the most consistent quarterback, that team will carry it. And everybody, you don't pick a quarterback that early. But in a 14-team league, you, you better make sure you have a decent one. And I'll be honest with you, I had the fourth overall pick. Christian was taken first. Then Mahomes second. Saquon was third. So I took Lamar Jackson uh, with my, my fourth overall pick.
1: How about this? Last year, I got him off waiver wires after the draft. Wow. That's how good of a GMI. That's like getting, that's like trading for Jake DeLome off the bench from the saints. Yeah.
0: The only issue is is, um, he was the MVP. I've never even smelled the M much less the V and the T. You're a valuable guy. All right. Don't, don't cut yourself short. So yeah, I got the
1: draft going. I'm, I don't know. I'm with you. I always go quarterback early, just because I'm scared what, to get a dead what, quarterback. What pick are you? And how many people in this league? There's 12 of us. Okay. So we, uh, what am I? I'm like fourth or fifth. Same deal. Okay. All right. You know what though? I'm going sleeper. I'm like around around the third, fourth round. Don't tell anybody else in my league, but I'm going to go for Zach Moss,
0: running back from Utah. Really?
1: Not not fourth okay. round, but like eighth, seventh, eighth round.
0: Or he's from uh, okay. bu-
1: for Buffalo now.
0: Yes, but I know. So, I, are, do you have inside scoop? Did you text Brandon Bean, the GM, just no, to see if that's I just, okay? Just
1: like from watching him run at Utah, it just seems like McDermott and Bean are just gonna just enjoy giving him the ball. So, oh, plus, I, again, again, like I said, I'll draft Greg Olson because he's my friend. I'll I'll draft Zach Moss because he went to Utah, and and. Funny enough,
0: I've never won my fantasy league.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there you well, go. Greg,
0: don't, don't tell Greg that because he'll say it's a you're a terrible coach. You didn't get your lineup correct because if you have him, well, I know Greg like feels Greg- he's going to win the league.
1: Well, that sounds bad because it's not like he's a – I mean, he's an outstanding tight end. He might be a red zone monster down there or over there in Seattle. Who knows? But – have you listened to his podcast? I know we are, you know, we got our own podcast that probably everyone only listens to, but he's got this TE one where he's talking to like all the current and former tight ends, all the way down
0: to Mike Ditka
1: and Ozzie Newsome. It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, Greg is. Uh, Greg's a fun. Um, he's a fun listen. He's uh he's got a lot of things to say, and he's uh, pretty well read, um to say the least. So uh, I enjoy listening to Greg.
1: Uh, you know who else is back to football? Jake, my high school, Fruitland. We had and a game all, last week. Okay, yep. how was it? How many sacks did Good. we give up? Uh, we were on the wing T. It's like impossible to give up a sack. Okay. There's barely many, any pass. We were ru- uh, – I don't even – how many yards did we rush for?
0: 200 and something?
1: Did, 200 so won. Something. Only by two points. Jake, this other team had a big 6'5 sweet quarterback that was slinging the ball downfield just just
0: so left was and this right. first? was this your first high school game, coaching?
1: this yes assistant coach head o-line coach okay so how did you know how
0: how nervous were you
1: i didn't really know what to do to be honest during (laughs) the game i'm so used to being a player i've been to one high school football game at my high school since i graduated in the 1900s that's what i like to say i like to say the 1900s it makes the kids laugh but i didn't know like you know we got our headsets and it's all this chaos on the headset and like the d coordinators yelling and i can't ask what the play is on offense because there's all this noise you know finally i settled in I'm like what would john Matsko go do the o-line okay. coach current for washington i was like i need to get away from this noise i took the headset kind of put it on half of an ear i've got all my o-line guys together but in high school jake in idaho you can record you can record the game and watch plays during the game on an ipad
0: absolutely we can, they do that in louisiana uh, for the last few years i've been seeing that so the next question oh so what what, what, it, what, what type of adjustments did you make oh a, a million like
1: oh okay so that you from the sideline it's hard to tell like where's that d tackle oh okay so he's a two eye he's inside on the guard okay so center during timeout or during, i'm like you need to just reach that guy we're gonna run like outside toss and pull the front side guard. We're wasting him there. Boom, adjustment, touchdown. It was awesome. They carried so, me off the field, basically. That's you know, what I wanted the- to
0: know. So you were like so
1: proud of yourself. <laughs> I was so Jake, I was so
0: pumped for our guys
1: because like to see success, same as when I've been coaching middle school basketball, whatever. To see success in these young folks and like have them work hard at something and like have it come to fruition? Absolutely awesome! I'm super. I'm completely addicted. We got a game tonight, Jake. It's supposed to be a hundred degrees
0: today. Don't even it, th- th- don't even start with the temperature, please. Yeah. Don't let, let's not even. To... Don't even do that. Don't even do that.
1: All right. I won't. Anyway, it's gonna cool off after that. After that, but the next weekend, Jake, the NFL starts not even the weekend. A week from yesterday, Texans Correct. Chiefs. I might binge. like I normally watch a good bit of football, but I'll clock in for a while and then I might go get, you know, get a little ADD and have to go do something else and come back. I'm fully binge watching all the Texans Chiefs on Thursday, obviously Panthers Raiders, then Buck Saints is right after Panthers Raiders, then the doubleheader Monday night, Sunday night you got Cowboys Rams. I mean, I'm just going to plop in front of the TV and just – I can't believe I'm going to get to do this.
0: Well, that's a given in my house. If I, if I wasn't traveling calling a Panther game, um, then that's exactly what we're going to do. And the whole family loves doing it. And uh, I just hope that's going to bring more normalcy back into our lives, I think.
1: What do you – what do you – what do you expect, though, Jake? What, what – it- we have, it's so secret I, right now. Listen, you don't get to see yeah. any teams. You get to see, like, Tom Brady warming up in Tampa. Right. I, you know? Listen. All, and,
0: uh, you have to expect the offenses with returning quarterbacks, returning systems, and, and many returning players, they should be so much further ahead. Uh, let's be very honest. So just take Tom Brady and versus the Saints. You would assume the Saints should be light years ahead offensively of what Tampa should be able to do because of the continuity and and things of that nature i mean the guys in tampa have never played together with tom and that's a that's a huge deal snap counts and and things of that nature whereas the saints they should have their full repertoire now uh same thing with kansas city now houston yeah the sean watson's back but they're without one of the top receivers in the league in DeAndre Hopkins that they traded away. So what are they going to look like? There's so many unknowns because we all know the defenses are usually ahead of the offenses early in the season, but with no preseason games and what kind of shape are these guys in? I mean, do these coaches know how to get players ready strictly off of practice? You would like to think we have, have, you'd like to think we have somewhat of an advantage with Matt rule because of the college situation. But I mean, how many of these guys are going to be gassed uh in the first 99
1: the The punter and kickers will not be gassed everyone else will be gassed I wrote I got in my notes here what to expect cramping Jake cramping (laughs) number one like you can't you can be in world's greatest shape and you're going to be cramping when you get or you're going to be exhausted when you get in that first game and normally it's the preseason I think just execution errors like pre snap penalties a little and then which whichever stadiums have fans and which don't this is like the the most odd home field advantage deal you know the Panthers have announced that they will not have fans at the first game of the year. Um, due to you know the state's regulations and everything, so the Panthers. On, uh, I urge everybody to watch the Road to Restart series that the Panthers have put out. Panthers Production has put out on the website. There, there's three episodes that have come out. It's awesome, and it shows like them getting ready for the Fan Fest practice, the televised deal, and how to get crowd noise and music in there and game day experience. And then Jake, the crazy thing is, that the other teams in our division are going to get to have fans. And David Tepper spoke about this. To the media earlier this week like what a what an advantage but it also is going to be an advance for the panthers when they go because they're going to our team's going to be pumped up to play in front of fans even if they're booing them don't you think
0: no there's no doubt but listen i think the the number that the nfl came up with is 70 decibels i believe that's what they're going to allow if you pipe in crowd noise but well even, on road to restart okay. they said up to 85. that's well, what road to restart said maybe okay Canter's, maybe Who knows? Well, whatever it may be, but still, even if some teams do have fans in the stands, it's only going to be a limited amount. So, you know, it might be more of a preseason type of atmosphere with the 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 the, how loud uh, the volume of the of the of the screaming and clapping and cheering. So maybe maybe be a better. Yeah, it'd be a better
1: strategy to if you say you have fans, say you only have like two thousand fans. Just have no, no speaker noise or anything and just have one fan be able to be like, Hey, DeLome! So <laughs> you could fully hear the heckling from the crowd.
0: That'd be awesome. Oh, that would, yeah, that would be great. But you'd better have the uh, the, the, uh, the mute button because uh, or have a seven second delay to make sure that's possible because I'm a speaker. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, so you and I, our radio job is in peril. It's, you know, with the state of everything and fluidity all the time, you're not going to be on the radio broadcast team for the first game. Mick and Zoke are covering it and they, frankly, they don't need us. They're amazing professionals, but it's nice to have some color in there uh, on the commentary side. Kristen Balboni is not going to be truly on the sidelines for the radio broadcast. She's going to be in the front row calling, you know, being able to see what's going on down there, Jake. I know you're going to miss not being there next Sunday, but who knows what the next home game will be. Everything's constantly evolving
0: as we go, but.
1: Is it going to be hard for you to not be there calling that game?
0: Yeah, I'm going to miss it terribly, uh, to be honest with you. There was just something about, I know for me last year, first year doing it, but walking into the stadium early that morning, you know, having all the notes prepared, doing a little hit two hours before the game, go down on the field, kind of watch the players come out to warm up, start to feel the excitement in the air, go back up, do another radio hit, come back down, the players are now out in uniform, and you can just start, just start to get the feeling and just start to, you know, the, the NFL heartbeat, I like to call it. You just start to feel it. And then up in the booth, you have a perfect seat and you get to call a game. So I'm definitely going to miss it tremendously.
1: I'm Do you going to listen to the broadcast? Yes, I'm going to listen to okay, uh, yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. Mick, both of those guys. But Mick, man, he is so fun to listen to over the radio at home but also to sit next to him and just hear the words that he strings together, Jake, and the pictures that he paints so fluidly, you know, we, you and I as color guys, we just get to talk about what we see. And and he does the same thing, but the little detail, I mean, I'll be sitting there next to him watching the game and, and Mick will say like, you know, uh, Tristan McCaffrey go falls rumbles ahead for ten yards, gets up and adjusts a loose chin strap as he walks. I was like, "Whoa, he does have a loose chin strap." I'm sitting here watching <laughs> the same thing, and I can't even, you know, like his detail is great. So he uh, does
0: a great job, and and that's what uh, you know. You you around pros, you learn from pros. But uh, but man, Jordan, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I might be depressed next Sunday morning, depressed that I'm not there, but so happy because hey this this is week one
1: well you know what jake You, you i think i have faith that by the end of the season uh, you watch like i said that road to restart you can see and then hard knocks if you're able to watch that watching uh, that feature both the los angeles teams the measures and the money and the hours that the nfl team and the staffs are putting in to preventing the spread of anything it's incredible what us humans can do if everybody's on the same page and i just can't i mean i know the staff at bank of america stadium the amount of work they've had to done and how their hands must be just raw from all the cleaners and the wipes and everything that they're doing to keep it all safe man i talked to greg allman who's the assistant equipment manager who sent my o-line nfl uh, panther gloves for the game this week here at Fruitland, and that was a big hit. But So thank uh, you to Greg. But he said just the extra work, man, it's incredible what, what the staff is doing. So fortunate to have thing, such great people, man.
0: It's not only, yes, the players get to play, fans get to watch, but think about it. For these trainers, the doctors, the equipment managers, uh, some of the security there, that's a reward for those guys uh, to, to be able to um, – to see the, the team out in the field and their work, because these are the behind the scenes, the true nuts and bolts, to be able to get the team out to play.
1: Can you imagine though? I, I'm not cut cut out for this, Jake. There's people. They showed they showed the some of the equipment staff after a practice, having to disinfect every single thing that was touched during practice, Jake. Like every yeah. ball, every pad, every sled, every shoot every time and they got to wait until every player's off and you know how some of the guys are like they're out there they got their post-practice routine where it's going to be like a half hour plus of catching or whatever and then just turn around and do that the next day well they're and and how about this segue jake they're doing that today for the final practice before cuts come out for the the final roster going into the season jake so in an incredibly difficult process to make the team for anybody, uh, for rookies even harder, for late-round pe- draft picks even harder still, and undrafted guys dang near impossible in a normal year, Jake. What's happening? What's uh, going through guys' minds after practice is over today, Friday, and they await their fate for cut downs this season?
0: Well – I'm already getting sick to my stomach just just thinking about it because I was that guy. You never had to worry about that, Jordan, and and that's a credit to you. But like for myself, my first four years in the NFL really and truly came down to the last cut day, and you don't know if you're going to make the team or not. Now, the one positive I guess you can say for many of the young guys are some of these rookie free agents. The practice squad has been expanded to 16, um, so that is that is huge. I mean, that's a, a many more jobs. Uh, for some of these guys, but you have those guys, Jordan, you know, that they practice okay. You're like, you're not expecting much, but then all of a sudden the lights come on in a game and they're a different player. Then you have the ones that practice great and then the lights come on in a game and you can't find them. So you're gonna miss out on those one or two, three guys that they didn't have these games. And so you just hope the coaches that put them in enough positions during practice simulated uh, situations in practice game type situations that they've seen which guys can and cannot make plays. But there's gonna be many 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 hidden gems that are gonna be picked up on the waiver wire uh, just because of the lack of preseason games and the people not having enough time to truly watch these kids play. And I call them kids because the majority are gonna be all these young college free agents that they haven't had a chance to show exactly what they can do in real time situations.
1: Well, other teams aren't going to know anything about our rookies. That's what. That's what also is different. Like you got to feel if you're Matt Rule and his staff, you got to, and Marty Herney, you got to think. All right, we got to pretty much get our practice squad off of guys that we've seen and in person, because there's no film on a rookie on another team right now. Dallas had a televised scrimmage last week and they put no jerseys on everybody right and everybody (laughs) everyone was laughing like oh Oh, like you don't know who Ezekiel Elliott is but I I was listening to Jeff Schwartz talk uh, my old teammate and he hit it the nail on the head he said well that's so that the other teams couldn't see the the back end of the roster they didn't know who was that third third uh, uh, third string safety making that play right they're trying to hide guys and that's that's what's normally happening right now. As teams are fi- trying to figure out, all right, how can we cut this guy that we want on practice squad, but not have him get picked up on the inactive roster by another team? And that whole part of the, the the development of your roster is all skewed as well. And there's an extended, an increased practice squad size this year, so it might be better odds for guys to make, you know, to stay and keep a job, whether it's practice squad or not, because there's I just anticipate there being less turnover with teams
0: with the panthers or other teams
1: reaching for guys from
0: other teams this haven't got to see him Jake well they haven't got to see him but one that's where you hopefully your scouting staff um, that your general manager has put together the college scouting staff has done a great job in preparation for the draft that we had and all the grades and so this board has to probably be kept up uh, it's still up there and they have to go back to that to, to watch and and they're going to have names that are going to be released this weekend and go, hey, we had a draftable grade on this kid. Do we want to pick him up? Do we want to let somebody go um, that we kept on the roster? So it's going to be interesting and, and it's going to be the team that has the, the most streamlined, I, I think, college, college staff. To be able to know, hey, this was a guy that we think he can come in and fit what we want to do offensively or defensively or special teams. So it's going to come down to a whole team situation, not only the 53 that's going to be on the roster, but the back office team and your scouting staff.
1: Well, I know they're working hard right now, and it's it's a big decision. Best of luck to everybody in the cuts tomorrow, and we'll I, I'm anxious to see what happens. And uh, last thing I got for you, Jake. Adrian Peterson was released today, Friday, by the Washington football team. What a historic player. I mean, Hall of Fame guy, obviously. Do you think he gets picked up and when and by whom? Great question.
0: I don't know. I don't know. And you would like to think watching him play last year, it's, yes, he's not the Adrian Peterson his first 10 years in the league. But, man, he still had something left, and he still had juice and power and explosion. Um, but is Washington happy with what they have behind him? Because re- you got to remember, they released Darius Geis, who was projected to be their starter, uh, starting running back. They released him last week. So has Father Time really and truly knocked on the door of Adrian? That's what I don't know. So I'm not so he's sure he's picked up. Yeah, and yeah, for, I, for, with, for a running I'm back, that's, uh, that's not young. I said that was last,
1: but that's wrong. Cam's the starter in New England. How's that relationship going to go?
0: Well, Bill Belichick has been unbelievably positive in any time he's ever spoken one word about Cam, just how hard he's worked, how you know, early, early in the building, late leaving the building, and his work ethic and working his tail off. So I'm excited to watch him play, uh, to see what he does, to see how they're going to use him offensively to see um if it's more of a running type cam or are they going to kind of do bold the run pass but uh i'm hope i am hopeful because i, I like cam as a person and-, and and i liked him as a player i want to see a healthy cam and i want to see a healthy cam go out and play that's what i want to be able to see
1: i'll probably draft him because i know him and you know that lines up with my values as as the gm of my fantasy football team i i, that- I hope he does awesome because mm-hmm. it and I love the division he's in because it's far away from the NFC South. What he does up there does not impact us down here. So, Jake, uh, next week we're getting ready for the regular season. There'll we'll, have been a game by the time we record. How awesome does that sound? It's going to be great, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to be so happy. I know. Who's going to win? Texans Chiefs. Who's winning that Chiefs, game? I think I think yeah, the Chiefs win. Me too. I really am. Right, me too. Mean, you know, they got their new Super Bowl rings. They'll be wearing them out there on the field, intimidating people. That's what's going to happen. That's all right. right there.
0: They, they they earned it, and I'm I am can not wait to watch. Uh, I I love one. well both quarterbacks. Deshaun I think is a heck of a player, but Mahomes, gosh, he's so special. Are you going to wear all your
1: Texans gear from your long uh, run you had with them? The seven, weeks,
0: the seven weeks that I was there. <laughs> uh, no, but I do have a helmet, and I think I still have a sweatshirt and a couple of things like that somewhere. So, yeah, uh, bring them out I'll, Thursday. I, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I'll just kind of sit and watch and just kind of enjoy that we have some football back on TV. I watched the high All school right. football game on TV last Saturday. It was on when I got you should, uh, Yeah, I watched it.
1: Tune into my game. It's online. I'll send you the link. Okay, you can watch some impact. wing you can send watch some wing tea action. All right, that's it, Jake. This has been the Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Talk to you next week, everybody.
0: Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at OrthoCarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, your care your way.